In Hilchas Tshuva Perik Vav, the Rambam discusses the framework around Tshuva and around the idea that there are different psukim that say different things regarding Tshuva and to answer a number of questions that come up regarding the Hashkafa around Tshuva. The Rambam begins by discussing these different psukim that come up that seem to contradict each other and seem to say that Hashem makes a decree on a person whether he should do good things or bad things. And so therefore the Rambam is coming to address these issues and to explain a framework for how to understand all these various psukim in the Torah and how they fit all together. And the Rambam begins by explaining that when a person or the people of a country sin and do the sin many times on purpose, the Abishter exacts payments in different ways. There are some sins, the Rambam says, that a person has to pay with in this world, whether with his body or money or his young children, which the young children of a person, the minors, are considered like his property. Then there are some sins where the person does not get punished at all in this world, but payment is exacted from him from Eilam Haba. And then there are some sins that a person has to pay for both in this world and in Eilam Haba. The Ramam continues and says that this is all providing that the person did not do tshuva. But if a person did tshuva, tshuva acts as a protection against piranus, against retribution. And just as a person sins consciously and willfully, a person could also do tshuva consciously and willfully. The Ramam continues and says that it's possible that there could come a case that a person sins such a great sin or so many sin until the judgment is that the person is prevented from doing tshuva and they don't give him the possibility, the permission to return from his wickedness so that he should die in his wickedness. An example of this is by Pare, where it says that Hashem hardened the heart of Pare because he sinned so much to the Yidin originally, so Hashem decided that he would take away the possibility of him to do tshuva. The Ramam then addresses a question which might come up and say, why did Hashem send Meshra Rabbeinu to tell him to return if the option of tshuva was taken away from him? And the Ramam answers that Hashem did this in order that people should know that when Hashem decides to take away the possibility of tshuva from someone, then that person is not able to do tshuva, even if he wants to. The Ramam says that a similar thing happened to Sichain because of his many sins. And similarly, the Knanim, because of their sins, Hashem took away their tshuva to the point where they made war with the Jews and lost. So to conclude, the Ramam says that in each of these cases, Hashem did not make Xerah a decree that this person should sin or not sin. Rather, they sinned, and once they sinned a certain amount, then Hashem decided to take away the possibility of tshuva from them. The Ramam continues and says that we find this idea that the tzaddikim in various places daven to Hashem, that Hashem should not take away from them the possibility of tshuva. He says, like David HaMelech says in Tehillim, Chavzayin, Hayrini Hashem Darkech Hashem, show me your way, meaning to say, don't let my sins hold me back from the right path, from the true path, in order that I should be able to do the right thing. The Ramam continues to address another pasuk, which says that Hashem is upright, and therefore he instructs sinners in the path, this teaches us, the Ramam says, that Hashem sends Navi and prophets to the Yidin to help people do tshuva and to know the right way. And this is like what the Chachamim say, that when a person comes to become pure, they help him from above to be able to become pure. In other words, when a person wants to do tshuva, Hashem helps them do tshuva. The final thing that the Ramam discusses is that there's psukim that says that the Mitzrayim will enslave and oppress the Yidin. And so the Rambam explains that in this case as well, there is no specific person that Hashem made a decree that they will sin or that they will do something bad. Rather, Hashem is saying, just like someone would say about a nation, that in this nation there are some people who are going to be righteous and some people who are going to be sinners. 
In other words, the person is explaining the way the world works is that there's going to be some people that inevitably are righteous and some that are not, but not that a specific person is going to be righteous or not. And similarly here, with the Mitzrayim, Hashem said that they will enslave the Yidin, but He never said that this particular Egyptian will enslave the Jew. Each one had a choice and free choice to do the right thing or to do the opposite.